0: does that red light mean okay so do you know okay no i i got it i got it it's been rolling it's been okay uh welcome to uh this uh what do they call these things again podcasts yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: just it's just a a conversation uh well we uh uh we are just uh hoping if someone ever finds these recordings uh we are just a group of Explorers, you could say, uh, currently isolated, it would seem, on the on a lunar base. Um, everybody else left uh, about 20 years ago. To after downsizing, well, the space uh, space uh, corporations really kind of dying down right now. But well, we've we're staying up here, is All I can say. But well, for the moment, uh, we are just up here, uh, still on the the bloody moon, because. It's still a rock in space and apparently a few people on earth still care. But uh yeah, I'm up here with uh, uh want to introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, this is uh Captain Antonio Williams. How are you doing, Commander? I'm doing
0: well, I'm, uh, I'm okay. Uh
2: hello. Yeah. Uh, oh, hi. Hi. Uh this is Private Brandon Trust. Uh I'm here too. Okay, that was a little that was a little much. That was a little much private. I'm, Maybe uh, we could tone oh, it down I'm, next time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, just, I'm, just I'm, I'm a little just, excited to be talking about I'm, things, it's, you know. It's okay. Other you can than just goes. Just act more like on. act stuff. more like Lewis and you'll okay. be fine. Okay. Um, I got it. No, no worries. Um yeah, we're just uh
0: here to talk about whatever weird things we remember from Earth. You do have lots of movies and TV up here, so it's pretty much the only thing we watch anymore. Not ever since Disney bought everything. Everything ex- that ever exists is on Disney Plus. So and monopoly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess uh, we shall dive into that mighty temptress adventure.
2: Oh, of course. You know who said that? No.
1: Anyone? Uh, who said that? It's a Dumbledore.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Captain. That was Dumbledore. Once again, Private, if you could please, I uh, okay, um, hold yourself to the same standard that uh,
2: I. I got you. Our, I are fine.
1: You Captain, gotta get uh, cultured, Private.
2: I I okay. I'm sorry. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. You no, know, it's it's fine. I'm just I'm just you know. I mean, we've got time. It. It so
0: really, it would just really help if you could uh, attempt. Just attempt. Tempt. You don't you don't do that often, but attempt. Um, <laughs> oh. Uh... I guess the first thing we could talk about is uh, uh, st- uh, stair stair space. Star, Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's the one. That's the one. Uh, a, few, a few old classics from down on Earth.
2: From how many years ago? When nah, did that? When did when, when when did that last one come out? Uh, Skywalker rises or something. Uh, uh,
0: the rising of Skywalker. Yeah, that's that called.
2: The rise of skywalker thank you
0: thank you thank one, once again thank you captain you should all exceed to your levels
2: all right, yep. um yes uh so star wars boy there's a lot of t- to talk about there isn't there <laughs> why don't we start <laughs> off
1: with uh just talking about i guess the overall theme of Star Wars, you know what what is it what does it mean? What is it trying to convey? Because obviously any movie or any book, well most you know, most movies and books and things they um are designed to teach us something. So what is Star Wars trying to teach us?
0: Well, Star Wars, in my personal opinion, is about the basic um Uh, archetypes of light and dark fighting against each other. And I mean, they're displayed very prominently in the Jedi and the Sith but I mean, what's interesting about Star Wars is it's not about always the Jedi and the Sith. the good and light because things aren't always so necessarily like concrete or always just like mutually exclusive that way. There's like the bounty hunters, the smugglers, the rebellion. I mean, things aren't always, there's in-betweens you know, that are not necessarily just
2: the, man, just the Mandalorian,
0: the good and the the, the bad. Yeah. Sometimes it's just people.
2: You could look at it as a traditional um, good versus evil, light versus dark story, but there are many lessons I think to be learned. Inside the Star Wars universe itself, like you could go on for hours and hours. Things that we learned from the Jedi and even the Sith at some points.
1: Yeah, for um, sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, just let's like think about from the perspective of a Jedi. I mean, I grew up more with the the characters from the prequel trilogy, so like. My mind was always focused more on the Jedi. I mean, in the originals, they were like a much more of like a not necessarily a background character, but like this more ancient religion that some like it was, it was heard of, but like only a few people even followed it at that point. You know, long extinct after Order sixty six. But like growing up with like the prequels, it was a re- it was a religion. It was like an academy. It was it was way more of a way of life than it was in the originals. So like, what does it mean to even like? be a Jedi
1: well to me um I think I think one of the biggest example I think if we're talking prequels I it's it's kind of my personal opinion but I think the Jedi they are Jedi yeah sure and they they are good people I mean I'm sure they have good intentions but all the restrictions man I think they put maybe too much restriction that kind of help it kind of aided in them losing their i guess losing their way and not being what they used to be. And I think even in older republic there are some examples of a Jedi council's maybe being similar to the prequels, but I think it'd be interesting to maybe one day see a story of a Jedi council that was almost in its in perfect. That was almost how it should have been, but maybe that's the whole message. Maybe the message is that the council you can never have one last so long being as good as it is maybe it just it's just bound to fail you know i think that's true
2: no yeah that's kind of the that's kind of the perfect way to put it it's kind of funny (laughs) because my my first memory of star wars actually was when i was about like i think four and i had no idea what Star Wars was and I found a DVD for uh, Return of the Jedi um, lying under uh, this like so on our TV that we had back then we had this these like drawers underneath of movies and I pulled it out and I saw a picture of Luke holding the green lightsaber and I was like what the heck is this? And four-year-old me decided to play a game with a disc by sliding it across the floor. So oh scr- no! <laughs> so I, sc- I actually scratched. gosh! Well, yes. I actually scratched up the entire disc. And when I put it in to watch it a few years later, once I actually like caught my interest, I it I couldn't get past like you know the first three minutes. So, um, <laughs> that was my first. Shame scourge. on you. <laughs>
1: Nice. Shame on you.
2: I I tried my best, but you know. <laughs> Anyways, that's sidetracked. I back back to what we were talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think I think the story of Luke is not just the story of a boy saving his father, but a story of this young man kind of learning what it was to be a Jedi. You know, um, and. To you know, I don't want to talk for too long, but I do have a lot of thoughts on this. But I do think that the message of Star Wars, if you're just thinking about the originals, I, I, it also applies when you add the prequels in. And I don't know about the sequels yet. I haven't really thought about it that much. But um, I think the message is that Sith are people who let their emotions control them. I mean, they they in order to shoot force lightning in order to use these you know get you know it is more powerful i th- i think the sith i think the dark side is more powerful but that's because i think okay no i think the dark side at its base level is more powerful because they has a more
0: they're, obvious power
1: yeah and like it's like they're giving in to their emotions and letting him control them in order to like shoot lightning or like lift a whole star cruiser like Star Killer, but that's not canon now. But whatever. But I think, you know, eventually, like Obi Wan says, <laughs> yeah. What you know, a what what a, what
2: a concept.
1: Yeah, what 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 a what a guy, what a dude. But I think you know Obi Wan's line of "strike me down and I will become more powerful than you can imagine" is kind of resonates with this overall theme of. Maybe, maybe, maybe on the base level, maybe in life, the dark side is more powerful. Sure. But in death, the Jedi are, off, you know, your force goes, you live forever, which is what the Sith, maybe, I don't know as much now, but in Legends, the Sith were trying to figure out how to be immortal. And the Jedi, I mean, Yoda just learned it. It, it took a bit, but he learned it pretty quickly. But you, he had to have like a pure heart and stuff like that.
0: I think that's the interesting thing between just the Jedi versus the Sith, like just in that concept right there, is of like the very material things of life are what the Sith crave for, power, you know, all these like life sustained things that exist only in a physical material life versus the things that a Jedi should strive for, maybe weren't always focused on in some of the prequel movies, but what a Jedi should strive for are the things that don't necessarily disappear in death the kind of things like honest and true love, not a love that like blinds you or destroys you, like that kind of blind passion did to Anakin, but like the love that kind of becomes, I don't know. It's just, you can't even really describe it. You know, it's just this overarching, powerful, like empathy and care and like power, you know, that just is light. And I think that is the kind of thing that ironically enough, ironic, right? But that the Sith would never (laughs) get, because for one thing, was the kind of thing that required the patience, you know, instead of the immediate release of anger, it was it was the patience that Jedi are always talking about, and the constant wait for, um, you know what? You just you know, you know what I mean? Like just like they had to relax wait and strive in their in their yeah, <laughs> like just wait for. The, the, the weird thing is they had to live their life in a way without that kind of material power that the Sith had to die in a way. To, to get to the point where, when they die, they would have those kind of they they would have that, which is the the, the ironic kind of thing, is they're striving for everlasting ironic. life, where the Sith are just striving to hold on to what little life they have, what little power they have. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and that that's something that I think. You know, between the three of us, we share the same beliefs, so it's very familiar. And I don't—we're not—we we'll, we won't go into that. Um, but just I think as a very Christian sort of, because I, you know, George obviously put a lot of Christian themes into his movies, such as like a virgin birth and the chosen one, kind of like Moses or whatever. But you know, yeah. Anyway, just a little spiel.
2: I want to talk about the prequels for a minute because there's a lot to be said there. So, could we start down on that track?
1: I, I will say sure. one more thing.
2: I noticed
0: that our... Uh, wait, uh, I'll let you say this, but I do notice that our lovely uh, Captain Antonio Lewis has forwarded and emailed a PDF to all of us. So, once again, uh, claps to our captain here. Private. Or Carter. <laughs> or Carter. I'm
2: sorry.
1: Um, the wait, last sorry, thing i were say... saying is that i think luke figured out what it meant to be a jedi and that i think the exact moment he figured it out is just before he throws his lightsaber away and returns the jedi because at that moment luke had given in he'd given in to the anger for you know the empire for things his father has done and he gave into his passions and whatever the emperor whatever and beat his father into submission took him out and he saw the power but Luke stood there and looked down at his hand and looked at Vader's hand seeing that it was also robotic and decided you know probably had a flashback to Empire where he he went into the Dagobah cave and saw his face in the mask at that moment he realizes if I do this if I don't stop now I'm going to be the next Vader which isn't there some Legends comic that kind of explores that like yeah, Luke. there
0: was. I actually have a lot of the pictures open up to that right now, Yeah. but I don't know. I just, uh, s- sequeling that in, sorry, well, transitioning into the prequel stuff, I think that's just the difference between Anakin and Luke, because they did have a very similar um, upbringing, you know, raised yeah. in the exact same, on the exact same planet with a, in the sandy desert, you know, striving to survive, but always looking out to the stars wishing for adventure, but realizing that there was more to life than adventure. They both came to very different conclusions on that. And then especially discovering the Jedi and all those different things, wanting of adventure, Anakin, you know, he fell in love and all all those things. Luke, that wasn't quite the same story, but he, he approached his anger at that different level. And I think that's, I know, I just think it's very interesting when you compare the two characters.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So anyway, the prequels, Oh boy the entire what story behind sorry. them. The entire story behind them is based on one man, really, when you think about it. Anakin. Because you have Anakin that he's raising up and building. But who is the mastermind behind the entire thing?
2: Is it Palpatine?
0: Correct. Wow. A plus, good job.
2: Mm, thank you. <laughs> Am I, is this the is this the uh, doing better that you were referring to? I
0: mean, you're not doing great.
2: Okay, well, uh, anyways, uh, the prequels. There's a lot to be said there, especially with... Uh, should we start with Clone Wars? Uh,
1: uh, we can talk about it's... that
0: later. Yeah, we can do uh, that later. Okay. Sorry, your suggestions are appreciated, but they're not important right now.
1: Exactly, as as
2: always, sir. Um... <laughs> Fine, you give the suggestions. I I, I give up.
0: Well, I was giving the suggestion that was leading us into talking about Palpatine because.
2: Oh, I see. It was a segue. Okay. I'm it was, sorry. It I'm was not a segue. Thank I'm you. not I'm a not segway.
0: a, oh, I'm we not a... <laughs> Get with sex. the times. Get with it was the like times. A, it was like it was a the times. What a, year is like, it? We were talking, like 2098. 2098 Remember Corona? <laughs> Don't talk about that. Okay. None You're, of us were alive, actually. Give me a Corona flashbacks.
2: <laughs> you, we if if you do the math, sir, we weren't we weren't alive.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe you weren't.
2: Okay, yeah, I don't I don't know your age. I'm sorry you might you might be older than me. That's we don't I talk. talk. We communicate. We don't. We don't.
1: Anyways, about. Anyways,
2: nothing, um. <laughs>
0: Let's start. <laughs> Phantom Menace. Oh boy. What is his character in the Phantom Menace?
2: Uh, well, he had hair, um, more hair than he did okay. uh, the Astute observation. You know, moment.
1: you know, you know what makes me so upset is that people, surprise to be sure. They bash on the prequels for being too political. They're like, if George says this is for kids, then why do he put so much political crap in it? But if he didn't put the political Children crap in it, no one would. Politics. Everyone would be so confused about how palpatine just came out of nowhere it it's it might not be the most exciting stuff but it's telling you how palpatine got to where he is it's showing you the little things he's doing the little sort of nudges the little inputs he's giving that caused him to become chancellor and then after that of course the emperor thank you Because so many people
0: harsh on that, and it drives me nuts.
1: It's like, yeah, it's not the most fun thing to watch, but it's important. You just kind of have to accept it.
2: Phantom. uh, I don't know. What what would you consider to be the most political one out of the prequels that Um, has like I think Phantom Menace is. I was about to say Phantom Menace, but I was eh, I was debating. Yeah, in
0: Revenge of the Sith, it's very on the side. Which has the best political? Which is good. Sith, which is good. The best political line, I think, in all of Star Wars. Which is, it's, some people look at it as a throwaway line, but it's the where Padme says, "So this is how liberty dies with Thunder Supplies. I, I, it's that so is an amazing line. That's an so amazing good. It's line. so good. So good. And it's always overlooked because it's. I mean, you see that in like even like Hitler's rise to power. I mean, nobody cared because it was sure this guy's right, and so they all just start following him blindly.
2: Yep. Yeah, Hitler or a derivative of Hitler, yeah. Probably. is space Hitler? Space, <laughs> space Hitler, I he mean, he's very racist. He's, he's done we some don't talk about
0: that, things, but he was very racist. Him and Count Dooku wanted an army of only humans, a Jedi <laughs> order of only humans because they believed every other race was inferior.
1: Bruh, he is space. Hitler. Have you met Dirge? Durge. have you met dirge in his alien race <laughs> <laughs> no want to know why because that's legends oh ah,
2: okay alright ah,
1: well,
2: he pulled the legends card on you
1: he did yeah <laughs> got him Suck I I it. really do think that the, the I think the Phantom Menace is the most political just in this sense that the movie is based around a trade like dispute like a you know a blockade Whereas everything else is more centered around There's the entire clone, clone Wars
2: episode based on that. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Well, that that too. But I'm talking. You know, we asked which prequel movie was the most political, and that's you know, I think yeah. it is because it just you know.
0: I think it is, but also shows the reason for like they're starting to be a war, you know, like I mean that was the formation of like the separatist movement out of this out of the Republic Senate. You know like that's that's what made it like the fan of menace gave it showed like how necessary it was and it just showed all of it starting to fall apart you know with starting just, from new gunray and all the, like yeah the stuff just you know
1: which is interesting right because freaking um you've got like wow i've lost my train of thought someone else say something i gotta remember what i was gonna say <laughs>
2: Uh you want you want to go ahead um, William I I was okay. I was I was just intently listening Of course you were
0: Well I mean back to Palpatine looking at like I mean watching him like he just just the way he like just the way he swoops in I mean, for the, from the very beginning, Anakin is introduced to the Republic, even. is He's introduced, in, like, he knows very little about it. You know, he's this very outside, you know, uh, re- just, just, well, the Republic, you know, out in the center of the galaxy. That's what he knows it as. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he just there's a problem. And the problem is that um, it's a very problem-solution-based um, the- uh, situation presented to him where... Um, the separatists have caused a problem with this girl that he likes planet, you know, and immediately the person who comes in and solves it and helps solve it is Palpatine. You know, he's the one striving for there to be a solution right there. So obviously it makes sense for him to already start looking at him as a hero archetype, right?
2: Start yeah. Trust or
0: sure. start looking at him more. I mean, I'm pretty sure Palpatine started to, at least in some of the, I'm not even sure if it's canon or not, but like in some of the like, I think that's actually New newer enough comics, but Palpatine knew or started to at least figure out who Anakin was pretty quickly. Because, uh, remind me again, what's the timeline on where Plagueis dies? Because I think Plagueis dies just after um, The Phantom Menace.
2: Yeah, it, yeah, you're correct with that.
0: Which is weird to think about. That,
1: wow, I did not that know Plague,
0: that. That Darth Plagueis
1: I thought was, it was alive. before. No,
0: no it... I did too for the longest time. But for one thing, there's in the book, um, it's shown that Plagueis is actually in the movie. There's a person who walks into um, Queen Amidala's chambers, and in the book, it's like, "Where's the boy?" Um, he's left with the Jedi to Naboo, and he starts asking a few other questions, and then leaves. And it's believed that that figure in a hood is hinted to as a dark, imposing, very tall and strange alien figure with a dark presence or whatever. And it's 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 supposed that that character really
2: is Plagueis. I mean, I mean, it, it, it kind of like, I don't, who else could it be?
0: Well, it makes sense. I mean... Plagueis obviously would take note of Anakin existing. Avergence in the Force, as he's called, like Anakin. Palpatine knew it, and I'm sure Plagueis knew it. And I'm sure as, as soon as Palpatine saw, I'm sure he already been plotting to kill Plagueis because, of course, everyone does. So <laughs> I, every freaking Sith does. That's their job. Have you seen The Force Unleashed? But like, as soon as he saw Anakin, that, I think, is when he started to realize his plan. Don't give and me I'm talk about sure Force And sure, he had um, an apprentice at the time already, um, Darth Maul. Which we'll get into that. How the, the the rule of two isn't always the rule of two, but that's his yeah.
1: interesting.
0: But I think as soon as he saw Anakin, he realized what his plan was. You know, to get this kid, the virgin, the most powerful, potentially the chosen one not just on his side, but his apprentice. I think that's when he started getting the real, like, drive to kill Plagueis and move on with his plans.
1: Yeah, which is so genius, right? Like, I think another thing that, you know, we've written down that we should talk about is just about the Chosen One in general and how most of the time it's usually like this character is the Chosen One and they come out and then they they are destined to fight the bad guy and beat him. And it usually happens. Harry Potter, Voldemort tries to kill him, doesn't work. He's chosen. Well, it, I mean, you could go into the stuff about Neville. But if anything, just the, the idea that the chosen one and then they kill Voldemort in the end. But Palpatine is so genius. And he's like, I'm not going to just waste all my time trying to kill this kid and just get him out of here because there's probably going to be another person exactly. array, after, after uh, after that spending rises so much up
0: time studying the great mystery did nobody okay sorry
1: <laughs> I, I got you i got you but okay, like thank you um he's just he's just genius because he just manipulates anakin his whole life like as soon as he gets like as near the end when they're leaving naboo and he 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 pats him on the shoulder and he's like we'll watch your career with great interest." It's like it's like you that know he first knows. you know yeah, he knows you know he knows mm. So it's so genius man and I don't know I don't I think Palpatine's character design is a little bland but it's also just so creepy that it's like cool you know It's just it like it's just it's bland in a way that just like shouldn't you guys be able to tell
0: Shouldn't like, but of course, of course, the audience knows. But like, you think the Jedi Council like wouldn't? You yeah, I mean, it kind of Windu, feels that way, doesn't Mace, it? Mace Windu says that you know, it's like the dark side of the Force surrounds the Chancellor.
2: Because seriously, okay? Palpatine was like okay. in the undergrounds of like the Jedi Temple and in Coruscant dealing with Count Dooku and all these things of the Sith. And I don't like it. It, it feels that way, doesn't it? The Jedi, like, like oh, did, Yeah, like. Couldn't the, the Jedi has a very a low minor? passive perception? In the last episode of Clone Wars season six, they literally do like a twenty-four hour like meditation. Like I, I just I don't know. Would somewhere in there would they have felt something that have that would have been like, oh, there's something messed up with uh, Chancellor Palpatine over here? Like, <laughs> I felt it like
0: throughout the entire time throughout all the Clone Wars. The very first thing that like. Count Dooku says to Obi-Wan as the Clone Wars are starting is, yo, uh, there's, a, there's a Dark Lord of the Sith controlling the Senate. Yeah. Know. What do they do with that knowledge? Like, I mean, they say in Revenge of the Sith, you're the Dark Dark Lord of the Sith we've been looking for. But what was the... I mean, I, I feel Luke in The Last Jedi. He's saying, you know, like, it was, the, it was the Jedi Council that allowed the rise of Emperor Palpatine and the creation of the Dark Lord, Darth Vader. What were they doing? We'll get to this, some of the flaws of the Jedi Council, I guess. But, I mean, like, what honestly were the Jedi Council doing? What were well, they expecting? they have been told there was a Jedi... What did they assume? Dooku was trying to trick them? What was, like... I guess that's the point of the Clone Wars, was to distract
2: them, but, like...
1: Well, I... I th-
0: hmm. It
2: just... It, it's it's weird, because it's all... It, like, it all feels like some big inside job. Because literally almost every not literally no yeah literally everything was being manipulated by the sith and by like dooku and palpatine like even the clones man like inhibitor chips really like <laughs> shout out to yeah you. that, that is
0: to... such a frustrating part of the it, clone wars it watching is watching Jedi, I just go
2: meh yeah, and no, okay. seeing fives like fighting for that, just like something's up here, and getting killed for it.
0: <sighs> so yeah, it's just aggravating. But I mean, I guess that's the point. Seriously,
1: it's it's really interesting to see, like, the Jedi and like how they handle it because, um, I, if anyone's listening to this, I might spoil Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic a little bit, so. You know, skip ahead, but Revan. Um, obviously if every you played... single one of us. <laughs> if you've played the game, that that's an inside joke for you. If you've played the game, you know that he got amnesia. Um, his apprentice turned on him and kind of knocked him out, and he and he almost died. But Bastila saved him, and but was, couldn't really save his memory.
2: And was nearly manipulated. Well, he was manipulated by the Jedi Council.
1: Exactly. But like when when he came to Dantooine, they all knew they knew he was Revan like they knew it. And so they didn't want to train him back to the force because they were afraid that he would find out who he is and they would be back in the same thing. So I think.
2: But that it, explains why he learned so quickly.
1: Yeah. And it's not the same with the, just the prequels Jedi Council, I don't think. But I think it's that kind of underlying theme of he is the chosen one. But if that gets to his head, or if someone were to, I don't know, exploit that in some way, you know, will he turn? And if he does turn, will the Jedi be able to beat him? Which obviously, well, I no. Think
0: I just looked up the actual prophecy for the Chosen One in Star Wars. Referring to Anakin.
1: Is that one Legends?
0: I'm pretty sure it's canon. It looks like this is published later. And I think it's the same one that they... Uh you refer to the prophets when we leave us this boy, okay. Yeah. uh sure if this is canon, but I think at least at one point this is what it was called. Um All right. the uh, a chosen one shall come, born of no father, and through him will an ultimate balance in the force be restored. I think this once again is it goes back to Palpatine's genius because the Jedi would hear that and maybe I don't know. Some of them be scared of what that means. What does ultimate balance in the force mean? I mean, there's the memes going around mm, of like,
2: you know, yeah.
0: ultimate like with the balance in the Sith and the Jedi. What does that mean? You know, because the Jedi see it one way, and the Sith see it the other way. But it doesn't. It's even more complicated than that. But I think the Jedi might see that and going. There have been way more Jedi than there have been Sith. What is gonna, What is he gonna do? What is? What is that Ooh. like? If they're viewing it as that, you know, if they're viewing. Like what is does balance in the force even like really mean? Because we we lean towards the light, obviously. Or like what like, how many of them are scared of just what like the uncertainty of the of the chosen one in that prophecy, you know? I I mean
1: Yeah, I you, that's actually a really interesting point you bring up is that Which might
0: be why Mace and so many other members of the Jedi Council were hesitant
1: with him. Because exactly they might have actually believed that he was the chosen one. But what do you do with that? And you know, there's the line that the you know I think Palpatine says it. You know, correct me if I'm wrong, but he says you know the Jedi are afraid to lose their power, which uh, he might have been just saying to manipulate Anakin. Well, that's that that scene though, where he's like, the Sith are this this
0: Anakin's like the Sith love only and he only love their power. They're terrified to lose it. And then Palpatine's like, and the Jedi aren't? And I think that's one of the things that gets Anakin's mind spinning. Like, oh, wait, yeah.
1: All who gain power are not to lose, it, to lose that, it. I think that's exactly. the line. Which is interesting, because it's like, you want... I mean, if you think about it, well, if you think about it on a base level, it would be awesome to have all Jedi and only light side, because there would only be good in the world. But I think again, with but our, with our three beliefs. Also, um, I think we, that's
0: also, yeah. beyond just the Grey Jedi, the flaw in some of the Jedi Council's view on mm-hmm. what the light side and what balance was. Because I think a lot of Jedi grew up in this massive order of, like, these massive order protection knights, like actual knights of the Old Republic, you know, who were these protectors and these fighters, and these, like, I mean, it says in the name, knights, you know? Yeah. We're we're in a fight, and, you know, do all these powers and stuff. But you think about, like, Dungeon, you know? Not necessarily a great Jedi, but I think he understood what it meant to be a Jedi, you know? Because he understood it was more than, you know, any of these concrete things. It was more about trusting in the Force, which I think makes sense, then, that he was the one who figured out, or at least was one of the ones who figured out um, how to survive after death and slowly become um, and have semblance in the force was because he understood that to find that inner balance of le- letting yourself go into the force. It's like what, what Luke says you know, to say that the, the force belongs to the Jedi um, to say that if the Jedi die the force dies, that's vanity. Don't you understand that? I think that makes sense I think it can make sense. I mean, it, this all harkens back to why Luke doesn't want or didn't want in *The Last Jedi* uh, the character, the, the the Jedi to come back, because he's he, especially after doing all the research and stuff he had after *Return of the Jedi*, he understood why so many flaws there were with the idea of the Jedi Order, and I just think that's super interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have anything you want to say there, uh, private?
2: No, I'm just kind of intently listening and kind of I, I mean, you're saying it the way it
1: has to be said. Yeah, I was just I just didn't want to leave you out, but I, I <laughs> we obviously could probably have a whole other session about the sequels, but really I think it would it it was I think it was so interesting what Ryan was doing with the idea of the Jedi Council. I think in my opinion, that's what the whole sequel trilogy could have been about. Because we already got these six movies about Anakin, and you know, it's all—it's o- almost a perfect story about. Obviously, not all the have I mean, flaws, but like it's so perfect in that, you know, the way <laughs> it balances on each other, and builds on each other, and Anakin and Vader and bringing him back and stuff. And I think the sequels should have just been about not fighting some big bad, not bringing balance, should have been about should there be a council again, or what is the future of the Jedi, or what is a Jedi? And I
0: think that would have been a better direction to go in any way that was.
1: An yeah. overarching
0: theme instead of just the same old theme.
1: Yeah, and it's just, it's, I I can't stop thinking about it, because it's such an interesting idea that if, and if we would have seen okay, So people, Force Awakens was solid. It was good. It was all right. And then you watch The Last Jedi, and so much happened in that movie that changed so much that I think...
2: (laughs) You're just like, oh, well.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which is
0: weird because some people thought it was such a slow-paced movie, but it really did. So much changed in that movie.
1: It did. And I think people would have liked the idea of Luke's character more if we had started with the story of him and Kylo in the Academy in Seven. Why wasn't that the story? If we everyone wanted to see Grandmaster Luke in his full potential, going ham, whatever, I wanted to see that too. But I also loved the idea of Luke. What happens to him, in Last Jedi? But imagine if Force Awakens was we saw that Luke, then we saw the academy get destroyed by Kylo and his creation, and then we got the Last Jedi, and it would help us understand better. Exactly. How- how why and luke was doing what he was doing which again we can have a whole nother session about the sequels and i don't want to go too much into it but but i just want to say this
0: before you do because i mean just just think about how much more sense that makes because they're spending the entire movie trying to find luke why did luke run away it doesn't make sense and it would be so i feel like i would have been so bored if in The Last Jedi, they found Luke and he was like, oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. I crashed my X-Wing. Thanks. Let's go fight the, the the First Order. You know, I'm totally down with that. It's so much more interesting for her to go there and him be like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Are you kidding me?
1: Which he did. But I think the way it was executed was a little. Yeah, it was uncomfortable for some fans because it It wasn't.
0: It was the it was the polar opposite of what they were expecting. you know and it was from me too but like i think it was i don't know
1: the thing i keep coming back to is that the the moment the thing that made everyone probably one the most upset about luke was the fact that he threw the lightsaber behind his shoulder which i i don't think it should have been that extreme but i do like the idea of it but maybe he should have just like grabbed it Looked at it, then just got kind of a sad, disappointed look in his eyes and just handed it back to Ray and just said, I can't help you. I think it would have been.
0: Or or, or something like where he saw it and had kind of like a Calcastus like touching it and just feeling all of the hatred and stuff that Anakin had done with it and the failure of the Jedi Council, you know, and just had like a spark vision of just like, oh my gosh, all the things that happened with this blade are representative of the failure of the Jedi Order. No, cool, that would have been. And then just let him drop it and going, no. And that would have made him taking off his Jedi robe so much more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't which, that have been cool?
1: Yeah. Which I think like that of... might have even
0: been what happened in my mind. I'm just going to say that's what happened in I canon. I know, in my
1: head. yeah. Head it canon. makes sense to me. It you makes know? so much sense.
0: Just him looking at that blade, being drawn back to his fight with Vader the very first time, and then just feeling all the things that had happened with that blade.
2: I mean, you know? why do you think, why do you think he ran away to the island in the first place?
1: because it was a repeat of what happened before yeah he created another vader
0: exactly yeah yeah in his attempt to create good and you know search for that same light he done exactly what the jedi council did before which i think is the genius of the
1: last jedi which might not have
0: been executed in the ways a lot of people wanted it but
1: yeah i think it's perfect people are like luke would never create another vader he just beat a vader why would he create another one but it was a it was a mistake that happened for a split second i mean people that was talk his humanity. about humanity they talk about the every time someone mentions like luke was going to kill kylo they're like that's not his character they always like put a picture or show the scene of kylo's perspective where luke is like crazy eyed and has the lightsaber out and swings at him but do they they forget about what really happened luke was there he sensed another vader emerging and decided oh i can end this right now but it's his grandson which he turned it on and at right as he turned it on he was like this is wrong and that's when kylo woke up it was a mistake people make mistakes and yeah it's it's another it's star wars it's another universe but i love that the point of the movie is of any movie if fiction or not is to teach you about people about yourselves about how to be good people
0: that moment, though, just that moment where I just he just looks down at that lightsaber and you can just see him going, I'm, this is the same mistake. I mean, how do you think Anakin felt so full of anger, wanting to stop what he what Palpatine said he could stop because Palpatine told him the Jedi were planning to destroy everything in his head. Anakin, so full of rage and anger, the Jedi Order, it made sense to want to hate them at that point. So killing younglings, killing all of it, ending all of it seems like the only solution it makes sense
1: yeah gosh um but back back to like the love stuff i pulled up a quote i don't know if you guys see it or not that uh Jolie bindo Jolie bindo yeah my boy uh if you talk to him enough in kotor you he tells you about his story and he's he's basically another qui-gon right but he's much older and he he was he's a jedi and then he he's basically a great jedi and he uh exiled himself or just kind of secluded himself in the shadowlands of kashyyyk but he follows you on this journey because i he he finds out you're like as soon as he meets you but he doesn't tell you till later He just like he just like like and
2: once once you ask him he's like yeah i know just like casually and that's
1: like he's like that doesn't matter yeah anyway but i love his quote you're talking to him about his, his wife and stuff and they're like you know isn't Isn't like attachment not okay? And Joey's like, Well, okay, he says, Love doesn't lead to the dark side, passion can lead to rage and fear and can be controlled. But passion is not the same as love. Controlling your passions while being in love that's what they should teach you to beware. That's what the Jedi should teach you. Which Anakin, I do think, started out in love with Padme, but once the the nightmares came about her dying it switched to passion. Cause he was passionate about keeping her alive and, well, the think same about him with and his mom. mom. Yeah. You
0: know? He'd seen the exact same thing with his mom and he saw the Jedi. I was listening to the star Wars theory guy um, talking about this. So I will give credit there. But I mean, just think about that where he like, he grew up in a terrible situation, you know, and he, 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 the one thing he had was his love for his mom, you know, and he wanted to come back and free her. That was the one thing he wanted. And so when all of a sudden this little orphan boy, well, not really orphan, but like this kid is just taken into this Jedi space wizard order and is started, started to teach, get, to get taught all these powers and stuff. Of course, the one thing in his head is I got to save my mom. So the minute he starts to get nightmares about his, something happening to his mom, of course, what does he do? He goes home, but he's missed it. His Jedi powers weren't enough. So when the same thing starts happening to pa- it shifts from love. It turns to that passion, that same passion that he had when he was killing the Tuscan Raiders. It turns exactly, to that same yeah. angry passion because it's their fault. They didn't help me save her. No. It was the one thing I could I, I wanted. It was the one thing I made a promise about. And they didn't there's, help
2: me. There's flaws in it. That's what I love about it.
1: Isn't Anakin just so Does a tragic hero? Like it, it's she no, no, is such a, bad. He a character.
2: And it's I don't so feel like he's, he's
1: underrated.
2: Yeah, very underrated. It, I, yeah, it's just not talked about enough. I don't think
0: his character is not talked about anywhere near enough.
2: You know, we had the prequels, but then we got the Clone Wars, which really showcases his journey even more, leading up to Revenge of the Sith, with which makes Revenge of the Sith like so much more devastating than it already is. Yeah. And
1: yeah i hear people say oh the clone wars show is what the prequels should have been
2: uh-uh.
1: the clone wars should i i can't imagine clone wars being anything else but a show it's so much time it has to be a show and george and of always course said you're not even that it's the future all. yeah he always like... said the future of star wars was shows not it, it,
2: movies. It, it, it literally is like when you're playing um because just to, just to give like the idea where when I first realized that I was like, oh yeah, the Clone Wars were really that long is when I was actually playing Republic Commando and before one of the missions it said day like 200 something something. And then the next mission it said day 738. And I was like, oh yeah, this lasted like a ton of years. <laughs> yeah. It's like I think like
0: the the all three trilogies are the pillars that like are set up and then they need to be filled in with all these shows and like stories and video games all over that can tell the best of the stories they can film in but i want to talk more about anakin's character because yeah, my sure. mom said this the other day that like how does like i just don't like it because how does this guy who you know you see as this hero archetype all of a sudden just go and turn into murdering kids she doesn't like that and i'm like i started yeah, to about says. it and, like you know how yeah well, how does that character go there?
2: That's what the Clone Wars showcases.
1: Which, it, my mom is the same, and she she hates the, when he screams, I hate you. She used to not let me watch, like if that scene was on TV, she would like, I don't, she would not let me watch it, but she like, try and get me out of the room so that it wouldn't see it, because she, she just hates it, because she, you know, I tease her about not liking Anakin. She's like, I like him until he, like, turns bad and starts killing kids, which, it's, it's, it's horrible, obviously. But it's that anger. Why, well, why is he angry? And Palpatine
0: because, told him to. Because it, for all the time that he's with the Jedi, there are zero solutions to anything, any of his questions or anything, you know. For one thing, I mean, just think about this. He knew that there were possibly, potentially powers in the Jedi, within the Jedi realm, Of the light side that could save someone's life, but of course those would be in the restricted restricted section of the library, where only Jedi Masters could reach them.
1: So imagine being
0: promoted to a Jedi to on the Jedi Council, yet still not have the Jedi Master rank of Jedi Master. Think about the perspective he has right there, just adding in the fact of not being able to have the knowledge that could save his wife potentially from the Jedi think about that because there were records in the jedi temple containing knowledge on how to save someone's life through the delight side i'm sure of it
1: yeah which kind of makes me laugh about the about rise of skywalker and it uses force healing so easily and obviously ray read the ancient checks so that's my explanation for why more jedi didn't use it but it's just interesting me interesting team interesting to me interesting. Interesting, that sir. yeah that uh force heal like it i don't again when we talk about the sequels maybe another time we can get more into this but i just want to say that force heal has been around in games like all the time and, but what like once they brought it into the movie a lot of people didn't like it and i think they didn't like it because it was a plot device but anyway i think it's just interesting the whole idea of force healing and stuff. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Well, think about the Jedi council. Like, why would they not want anyone to know about force healing? Because it's a part of the Jedi, that same love, the idea of love that wasn't fostered early in Jedi youth, that of course, just no one talked about. They weren't, they didn't know how to like, like, he, like that special kind of love and caring that people weren't talked about. I mean, Anakin says it. we're encouraged to love, but we're not taught how. <laughs>
1: is the awkward thing uh, you know <laughs> which so i i fully think a jedi can fall in love with someone and like marry them i think it's fine but anakin had so much like regret and so much pressure because he loved her so much and he married her and then he had to live this secret life knowing he was in the wrong and that, i think that helped in his turn in the end what scares me more is i think that padme wasn't going to die
0: because i think the visions for him warning was something warning because it is now canon that palpatine was the one who killed padme and was the one who sucked like like he drained her life force to sustain anakin's life force through the dark side because that's how the dark side worse, works you have to yeah. take something so you can keep something else
1: i say which it's i think every is time. ironic
0: ironic but it's ironic it's his vision it's it's the 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 force warning him about palpatine but he doesn't realize that
1: because i say this every time time.
2: every
1: (sighs) every time this comes up i always say a quote from master because it fits so well one often meets his destiny on the road he takes to avoid it
2: it makes so much sense important
1: Importante.
0: Importante. <laughs> it's a <laughs> self-fulfilling is, prophecy.
2: Oh, in so it's many so ways. So
1: good. It's so good. He's Anakin's so darn underrated. It's annoying.
2: Yeah, and you can give you can give all the crap you want to George Lucas for his directing on the prequels, but I don't care. yeah, that that writing and that directing, I think, I mean, it's perfect for what it is. Well, no one liked the
0: character because they just didn't understand it. I mean, that, there's that quote about Hayden. You know, was Anakin, uh, Hayden played the the character perfectly. The people just didn't like the character, you know? And I think that's what's, what's interesting about the, the character of Anakin is that people go into it expecting, like, this Luke character with a much more different fall than they thought, you know?
1: Yep. But
0: of course that's another problem with the way people expect things in Star Wars and why a lot of people don't like the sequels is they get an expectation. So of course that's why a lot of people don't like the prequels as well, but it just it just makes sense. It's 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 disgusting, it's gross. It's human, you know? It's that's the thing about Anakin. He's just this, he's this person who just doesn't know what to do because the people he should be relying on and trusting and trusting him and telling him what to do, and the people that he's looking to for answers, the Jedi don't trust him because they're scared, because they're, they're biased, they've been living their way, one way this entire time. They just, they don't know what to do with him because he's different, which is ironic considering he's the chosen one who could potentially save them.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it's so genius. Like, it's, I, we could also talk about this some other time. Or now I don't. It doesn't matter. But like the idea of the originals coming out first and then the prequels, which generates some issues. Yeah, but also is kind of genius because because that's what George was planning the entire time. Yeah, imagine having in the '70s the prequels and seeing this dark character Anakin fall and become this horrible person. That's so weird. And you don't know what happens to him, which might be exciting for some people, but some people might be immediately turned off and be like this is terrible I don't want to watch this but knowing beforehand what happens to him and then watching him fall and then having that hope that Luke's going to come and help him you're it, it's like yeah like let's go dude <laughs> so interesting
2: mm-hmm.
0: there's so many parallels just between him and Luke and just like, just the, uh, you can talk about Anakin's character all day because just Hayden Christensen played him. Because, I mean, obviously he knew the way things were going to end. But even beyond that, he'd read the entire script when he, was, when he was acting it all out. So he knew exactly how things were going to end. He knew that in Revenge of the Sith, in the beginning of it, it was going to end with him on fire screaming, I hate you at Obi-Wan. He knew that from the start.
1: Yeah, man. I I just have to say I love the little the little Clone Wars little General Skywalker moment at the start and in, in the Battle of Coruscant where uh they they have that escort of arc 170s and they veer off and get attacked and Anakin kind of gets a little restless and says I'm gonna go help them out which is what he would do but then Obi Wan has to remind him no we're here for a different reason but you know General Skywalker would so much if that was rex or just any 501st he would immediately want to just turn his ship around blast all the volta droids and like help them because he loves the clones and i love that we did that little little moment there's probably a couple more but that one little moment of general skywalker just one last time you know i just i just miss george's writing
0: because it's all done right, so you. well and a lot of people don't like it, but I, I'm i done I'm done caring about what other people like say about it because, well, I just don't care. It's I think
2: it's, it's I think genius. it alludes I think it alludes what uh, Hayden Christensen said in the interview, where the ones that are talking negative and saying those things are just the loudest ones. Like most people don't yeah. think those
1: things. He was talking about Kelly Marie Tran and Rose and, Tico. Yeah. And uh,
2: Last Jedi, when he was on the red carpet for his. Film called like Little Italy or something,
1: uh-huh.
2: and yeah, the guy had asked that, and that's what his response was, which I think almost perfectly says says it all. You know, these people are talking negative and saying all these bad things about the prequels and about Hayden and his acting and everything, but that, that none of it's like none of that's not what most people are thinking. It's just mm-hmm. that if you go on the internet and you go look that up, that's what's gonna <laughs> pop up because you know. It which turns is, to that kind of psychology thing that we tend to focus on the negative, which
0: yeah. is interesting, because that exact same analogy that you just said, of the dark side being louder, is exactly the same reason so many fall to the dark side, mm-hmm. because once again, the people who appreciate Star Wars and a lot of the George George Lucas's writing just go, "Yep, yeah, that's beautiful, that's amazing." They just sit back and they love it. But those who hate it obviously go on Twitter and blast force lightning all over the place saying that how much they hate it it's louder it you
1: know. is yeah like, you know, and all the well, all the Star Wars haters are Sith it's so sad like with hated and like what happened to him man because I, I think now like I don't know when that Little Italy interview was I don't know if it was after or was it 16 or 17 because The Last Jedi came out in 2017
2: Oh wait, let me let me look. Actually,
1: because if it was after Celebration, I think he would have had a better understanding of how the fans actually think. Because I I see so many videos that are about Anakin or just or are like maybe I, I don't know, but have Anakin in them and people <laughs> in the comments just Little look, like Italy one after came one. Came out
2: in two thousand eighteen, so one year after, um, uh, Last Jedi came out.
1: So I think he went to Celebration 2017. He was there. He did some interviews and some uh, panels. I think. So and people like freaked out when he walked out on stage. Like there was so much cheering, dude. If it made me feel so good. But I see so many comments just one after another on these videos that are like, Hayden is Hayden is Anakin. Anakin doesn't he doesn't deserve it. The the writing was bad. Don't blame the actor. But which I don't agree with exactly. But. You know, he's just, you know, all these things. And it it's just so good that these people aren't loud. But if you look, you'll find that the majority of them either just like him or absolutely love his character.
0: Yeah. What do Which you
1: I think? Th- I think, okay,
0: this is a weird direction to go with this. But what do you think the, the parallels are just between mental health and Anakin, you know, the Jedi Order and like the Sith and all that? What do you think the parallels are there? Because I can see a lot of them. Because, I mean, just think about it, like, there, as we as people, you know, you obviously experience emotions, whether or not you want, like, just talk about anxiety or depression and stuff. Uh-huh. I feel like the Jedi Order are kind of like those people who are just like, just deal with it, it's fine. Don't, don't even feel that way, because that's wrong.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But I
0: feel like, you know, this is, and then they're like, the dark side is like, I don't want to say this, but like the emo, emo, like the emo of where like I'm just going to feel this way and just suck down into here, and I'm just going to be nothing but these emotions, you know. Versus balance between the two, which is yes, I feel this way. What am I going to do with those feelings? Not letting it govern, not letting those emotions govern you, because I think this is a very big life lesson you can take from Star Wars: is you can't let those emotions govern you. You can't let that blind passion or anger at yourself or the world or anything let that govern you i think you have to let that anger and like turn it into solutions and you know hope and all those different kind of things you can't let those any of those emotions whether or not like it's anxiety depression just anger you can't let them govern you
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and like luke if you're if you have a weapon if there's some weapon you're using that is like maybe making it worse or making other people feel bad or whatever throw that weapon away get it out and just try and you know, think said which, again, plays back into what we were talking about is that the council they didn't tell Anakin how to not have emotion. They just told him not to. They said, "You can't." I'm sorry. It's just, it's just a thing. It's just part of our thing. You can't have, you can't have attachments. And he's like, well, "What about my mom? How do I not care about my mom? I have these really strong feelings about." this woman named Padme, how do I not do that? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. just deal with it, bro. Which is not good at all. Of course, and then like Yoda, giving really cryptic answers,
0: this leads to that 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 leads to the dark side. You know? That's not helpful. <laughs> you know? I also, oh shoot, what was going to say? But like, I think it's interesting how um, Obi-Wan is the other side of that. He had someone that he cared about. And like going back to that Satine relationship, Anakin saw that and saw how wrong he felt it was, you know, because he'd had those emotions and he felt like they were right. They were good things like this is a woman I care about. You know, this is a good thing. Then he sees Obi-Wan and he's starting to realize this person has someone that they loved. They died. They couldn't save them. They don't care. How much would he not want to become like Obi-Wan? That Satine arc is so underrated because it's it so shows good. so so much reason why Anakin, once he found out about it, would hate Obi Wan, because for one, Obi Wan understands those feelings, but he just didn't do anything with them.
1: Yeah, and uh, Satine dies in his arms, dude,
0: and, and, and Obi Wan just, like, just he
1: just sits there and lets them take him away. He doesn't like get up and like force blast them away and like start fighting Maul again and kill him. He just he just kind of. I don't know if he gives up, but he just, just kind of lets go. Because he's trained himself.
0: He's kind of like told
1: himself. He's trained himself in his head.
0: And just that those emotions shouldn't be acted upon
1: at all. Yeah, which I think Obi-Wan is the right Like for the prequel Jedi, for kind of the kind of Jedi they were, He is the best example of them. But I do think if Obi-Wan wanted to, he definitely could have been as he's a the teen best and example. been fine.
0: Yeah, he's the best example of the problem with the way Jedi, the Jedi Order raised the Jedi.
1: I think he's, he's just so, he's so good. He's so good. He's really good, which, you know, he, he is a good Jedi. Like, Obi-Wan's awesome. He's but, got a lot of
0: the faults, though, too, that are yeah. shown in all the Jedi.
1: And that line, dude, had you said the word, I would have left the Jedi Order. <sighs> It, it like Anakin, he he. Anakin wanted so bad to be a Jedi. I mean, I I think a lot of people love Anakin, and it's it's almost
2: heartbreaking. Well, no, it, not almost. It is that you know yeah. that happens.
1: Sorry, please. Yes, please. it's okay. Um, Anakin is just he's just like I, I hear. I also hear a lot of people in comments saying like Clone Wars Anakin is better than. Anakin. I'm saying they're like, it's the same flipping character. But I think their idea behind it is that Clone Wars Anakin is just so good. And is he only cares about saving people, which is a good thing. But he's also trying to balance this life with his wife. And also trying to be a Jedi. But really, what I think draws a lot of people to him is that he just wants to be good. But his desire to be good. He, he wants to be so good that he wants more power so he could be more good, but then slowly that power kind of gets to him and gets used against him by Palpatine, which makes him fall to the dark side and all that jazz.
0: Which is why like, people don't like... People make the mistake of not liking Anakin in the prequels because it's him at his breaking point.
1: Yeah, it's you a know? start that's, and be- what, an ending. That's,
0: that's what shows him breaking. You know, He doesn't know what to do. You know, he's all confident and stuff in the Clone Wars, but there's still this like, this internal struggle going on the entire time where he's watching the hypocrisy. He's watching. He, he has all these feelings that he's like, I need to like, I want to solve this. I want to be good. But he doesn't know, you know, so he's always just trying to be the best he can. Not because he has a God complex, but because he has a heroic complex where he's just trying to save everyone. And the Jedi aren't doing that. I know. We're peacekeepers, not soldiers. And he feels like maybe we should be soldiers. Maybe we shouldn't. It's the argument. I don't know. I don't know where I was going that. It's kind of like the Civil War argument, though, like where every time you try to stop a war before it starts, innocent people die. Anakin's on the opposite side of that where he understands maybe we should be more proactive, which could be wrong. Yeah, definitely. He's seen how that war has destroyed so much. Excuse me, while I use the lavatories real quick. No.
1: <laughs> just can we just appreciate like this picture on my screen? I don't. I don't. Again, I don't know if it'll be cut out of the podcast because my name is on a tab at the top, so I'll probably edit it out. But for you looking at it, um, I I do think there should be a little more original trilogy stuff. But I I just like. You know, you got Padme here with Luke and Leia below her. You got Anakin with the clones behind him and the Jedi. And then you, of course, this is great because it shows his character and whatever. I just whoever made this, like, nice job. It's it's really cool. I like it.
0: I think what's cool about just the prequels versus the originals is they are just a different. They're very different stories. The the originals yeah. happen within like just like just from this perspective, they happen within like years of each like a couple years of each other, like three and four. If I'm no sorry, four and five, if I'm not mistaken, are like a year apart, and then five and six are like three years apart.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they just have a very different vibe. I mean, for one thing, they're not all about the Jedi, which the prequels are all about the Jedi, you know, but in that's what you can appreciate about the Star Wars feel about the originals is you have Han Solo, the smuggler, you have Princess Leia the the ambassador, who's just uh, the, the, the senator who is uh, the princess, but now she's this bad a general, you know, who's just like, aren't you a little short for stormtrooper?
1: <laughs>
0: I mean. You can talk about how just how cool of a character she is. You know, you have got you've got the quirky droid and two two quirky droids in the corner arguing. You got this really lovable walking carpet. You got Luke. You know, I mean,
2: it's, it's, the, it's the perfect. It's the perfect.
0: You know, D and D party. I guess you could say. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: which is what I love about the originals. You know.
2: It well. Think about the way and you get that Star- more once
0: you add the clones, and the prequels, but.
2: Think about the way, like Star Wars started out. It was a movie, 1977. It was a huge, like visual, visual special effects outbreak, and they weren't even planning on more movies. They made this singular movie, which back then movies like that were constantly being made. These science fiction Star Wars, pew pew, like laser swords type movies, and you can actually like really see the points in like the 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 original trilogy had the first movie just star wars which what it was called it was just called star wars where it's like okay yeah you know that they had the idea of just making this like a one-off thing which i which i love so much that i think is so cool then now it's developed into this entire thing enough where we've been able to discuss it of like hours upon end so
1: yeah which i i i, I don't know if this is true but i heard that George in an interview said he originally was planning the story of a new hope to be split across three movies, but because of, I don't know, budgeting reasons or whatever, he condensed it to one movie, but people loved it so much. Then he's like, okay, well, I can make more to this and maybe add what I was going to have with, which is probably why there was another death star in return of the Jedi. Cause maybe it was an important story element. Well, to I mean,
2: plot when you think stuff. about
0: it, star Wars, the movie Star Wars could have ended right there.
1: It could have.
0: It Dark honestly could have. is seemingly defeated, where he just spirals off into the up, You know, um, and that's what it looks like. You know, they blew up the Death Star. That's the end of the Empire. They get their medals. So they get their medals. It's the end of it's the end of it. They they solved it. Which I think is the interesting part is about you might think that, and then you watch the Empire, and you're like. Oh, these guys are barely alive. Yeah. This rebellion is barely like functioning.
2: <laughs> hey, remember when the entire Republic got destroyed? Anyways. Um <laughs> <laughs> That's not what we're
1: talking about. We gotta
0: eventually talk about it. I just put it on the list, but like we gotta eventually talk about the journal of the
1: wills. Yeah, I should read up on that more. The, jur- the journal of what? The original title. Oh, original oh title yes,
2: about... yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Why the reason why it says um, in a uh, in it, a long time ago in a galaxy far far away. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah,
0: here it is. Here it is. Uh, the Adventures of Luke Starkiller, as taken from the Journal of the Wills Saga One, the Star Wars.
1: Yeah, yeah, we definitely can go into that. Um, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna yeah. because highlight that one.
0: George's George's ideas were so out there. And like different from what people perceive Star Wars as, which is weird because not everyone likes the story of the Bendu, or you know the idea of the 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 ghosts of Mortis. You know, okay, but that I, I... was that is, that is that is that is George's idea of what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. beyond the Jedi and beyond the Sith, he's built love like this mythology of like these the, the ancient creatures. Where we I don't know. It's just it's so cool to me, and I think people don't realize. That's what, he's, that's what his idea of it was.
1: Which I find interesting, because it wasn't the original plan for the sequels to be about the Wills or something.
2: Yeah. There was a character named Mace Windy in it.
0: I wish we got that. Sorry, I just really well, wish we got that.
1: Yeah, but the thing with that, though, is that Star Wars, it's so popular, but a lot of people have only seen the movies and probably forgotten about the prequels. And, you know, they're just casual Star Wars watchers. And to think about like, the difference between Star Wars and Avengers is that Avengers slowly led us into weirder and weirder comic book territory. To where we
2: got to, like, Thanos and the Infinity Stones, and we're yeah, all what like, world. what is this? Yeah. But they utilized popular movies
0: that gained the same kind of motion that, I mean, using all the different weird, quirky stuff in those movies. Whereas, I mean, Star Wars, not all the... not. They didn't use the big popular stage for putting that weird stuff out. They used the Clone Wars and like comics that, like, even half of like 1% of Star Wars fans have read.
1: You yeah, know, like, think about people's reaction to MIDI chlorines. They kind of, make like, sense to me, but I do admit they they might be a little out there for some people, but they make sense to me. And if like George, George is, you know, he he has these ideas. Oh that yeah, he, he uh, maybe doesn't tell people about, but he's just they're so interesting, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, the midichlorian, the midichlorians, uh, Jarvin and uh, you which the armor and everything.
1: <laughs> which is
0: why for me, I just wish that like we stayed with George.
1: Oh yeah, um, for sure. I I do think though, if he made that sequel trilogy, it probably would have. It would not done as well because it's so different. Whack! I mean, it almost—I think it almost be like a Last Jedi that tell telling average Star Wars viewers that the whole story they were watching is just some people reading from a journal thing. I I I admit it's weird to me that, but that's because the idea never happened. And it is interesting. Like, obviously, I I think it's an interesting idea, but it's. It is very odd it's to so think weird. about it now, but back then it might have been like, "Oh, okay."
0: But I think it's so cool. Is that's what makes that's what the crawl screen is? Those are the journals of the wills starting to read out. That's the oh. the prologue of the wills. When you think about it, that's what that's leading into the story. That's what the crawl screen is. Those opening words, the title sequence. That's all the journey of the wills long time ago when a galaxy caught far far away that's the once upon a time
1: yeah which is very interesting i i don't know how to feel about it like I'm it's so, so weird it's, it's so because so you don't
0: always think about that when you think of star wars you hardly ever think about that if ever it's just so weird to think that that's what like his plan was in the beginning
2: it's it is, That's that's so cool to me. It just I don't know. It just is.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I think we're receiving a transmission, um, from upstairs. Uh, there's a the moons ah, imbalances balances right. are out of whack. There's a moonquake coming.
0: Okay, kids, oh, oh, sorry. Oh, this boy. is just our intern. Um, Beth. Uh, okay. Um, thank you. Uh, you can go back to yeah, sleeping.
1: You're, you're welcome.
0: Or watching Star Truck or whatever it's called. Um, Start yeah. Wars of the Stars. It's a different show. Just be quiet. It's fine.
2: <sighs> I'm sorry.
0: Um, well, uh, we apologize, viewers, or not viewers, uh, audio based viewers, based only on the audio format.
1: Because Who that's knows, what this is. is.
0: You know, this recording
2: could travel through a wormhole. I don't, I mean, it might. I don't think it so. What happened
1: happen to it, man.
2: It would, it would like go, I don't know. You ever, you ever seen Interstellar? This little maneuver is going to cost us 51 years, probably.
1: Oh boy.
0: That's a great movie. It also gives me anxiety. It to us up here in space. Okay. So please don't mention that movie. Christopher <laughs> Nolan, man. Anyways, we do apologize as we are experiencing some um, some lunar seismic issues up here as,
2: as so, uh, per
0: usual. I'm per already usual suiting up. That is a thing, and uh, hopefully, as we're we're just gonna send this out before you know our audio equipment and sending and receiving uh, signals uh, die. So yeah, uh, don't die. We'll try not to die. Uh, this has been uh, the lunar exploration um, until the moon blows up, which hopefully doesn't happen. It Hopefully. <laughs> it might happen. Mm-hmm. It has been shaking a lot lately. It's been, it's been really a, quite a lot. Have we not
2: looked into this more?
0: No, I think we should. Is it just me, or do we have few interns than we did before?
2: Uh, only one, I think, sir.
0: We're only missing one? Yes. Oh, well, I'm sure that's fine.
2: Yeah, we'll be good.
0: You know, All right. Write that off.
2: Uh, Anyways, until next time.
1: Until next time. Um, Later, guys. Yeah, I'll see you. Signing off.